I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, February 24th. Quincy's medical marijuana dispensary off Rashuti Drive in West Quincy is being sold. A company called Marimed is buying Airmont Corporation and wants to turn it into a recreational marijuana store. Airmont Corporation went into bankruptcy in 2021 after being sued for almost $22 million due to non-payment of debts. Marimed says it will create two host community agreements with the city of Quincy and add recreational marijuana sales to the medical marijuana dispensary. Marimed will transform the marijuana growing operation at the Airmont location to accommodate their process of selecting the best types of marijuana plants known as pheno hunting. The company currently operates a pheno hunting operation in New Bedford. The Quincy location would be Marimed's third Massachusetts recreational marijuana dispensary. It is subject to approval by the Massachusetts Cannabis Control Commission. The new store would be called Panacea Wellness, and they hope to open in mid-March. Another dispensary is still awaiting state approval at the Four River Rotary. Jack Hudson first opened the Airmont Corporation in Quincy in late 2016. Congressman Stephen Lynch is coming to Quincy today to announce the city is getting $1.5 million in federal funding to continue the redevelopment of Quincy Center. The money will be used to create a 1,500-space parking garage in the area of the General's Bridge and Park and a new north-south roadway and utility corridor between Walter Hannon Parkway and Granite Street. The announcement will be held at 1.30 this afternoon in the Great Hall at Quincy City Hall. Former Quincy Ward 2 Councilor Brad Crowell will be getting a kidney transplant next month. Crowell's wife, Lori, says a donor match has been located and the surgery is scheduled for March 30th at Mass General. Lori says Brad has been undergoing dialysis at home for 10 to 12 hours per day and that the family is extremely grateful for the good news. She says Brad will need 24-7 care at home after spending three days in the hospital following the surgery and won't be able to drive for six weeks. Lori said the family is very grateful for all the support they've received, and she'll be putting together a list of things that people can do if they want to help. Kroll stepped down as Ward 2 counselor in 2021. After serving for 10 years, he is 43 years old. Almost $2 million in seawall design and flood control measures will be done in Quincy this year. The mayor is seeking the funding from the Sewer and Drain Fund to continue seawall improvements in the area of Manhattan Avenue and Babcock Street on House Neck and for storm and sewer system improvements and flood protection measures all across the city. The city council will vote on that request Monday night. Also on Monday, the city council will be asked to approve $95,000 to make emergency structural repairs to the historic Southern Tide Mill on the Southern Artery. The funding will come from the community preservation account. An engineer says the southeast corner of that historic mill is in danger of collapsing. The Quincy College men's hockey team is headed for the playoffs. The Granite has earned the fourth seed in the New England Independent Hockey Conference playoffs, which begin this weekend. The team won five of their final six regular season games 
and will take on Anna Maria College tonight at 8.15 at the Babson Ice Arena in Wellesley. Like its hockey counterpart, the nationally ranked Quincy College men's basketball team is also preparing for the postseason. The Granite wrapped up its impressive regular season schedule Tuesday with a win over Bristol Community College, its 20th of the season. Now the team will open up the NJCAA Region 21 tournament with an opening round game against Quinsigamon Community College Saturday night at 7 at Eastern Nazarene College. Quincy High School fashion students recently supported Hope for Women International's Dress a Girl Around the World campaign by sewing 19 dresses for young girls who may not otherwise have new clothing of their own. The dresses will be delivered over the weekend to the Dress a Girl Massachusetts ambassador. A Rockland woman is pleading not guilty to charges that she was drunk and high while causing a crash that killed an off-duty police officer. Prosecutors say 35-year-old Kaylee David was going more than 100 miles per hour on Route 3 south in Hingham in May of 2022 and collided with 61-year-old Michael Beal. State police said David was under the influence of alcohol, suboxone, and marijuana at the time of the fatal crash. Beal, a 35-year veteran of the Randolph Police Department, was killed. David is due back in court in May. The man suspected in the murder of a Stoughton woman whose body was found behind her home was indicted on a murder charge Wednesday. A Norfolk County grand jury returned a murder indictment against 40-year-old Vince Carter for the December 2022 death of Amber Buckner. Buckner was found unresponsive in a shed-type building in her backyard. Carter was arraigned in Stoughton District Court on one count of murder on January 17th. He entered a plea of not guilty and it was held without bail. During that January hearing, prosecutors told the court that Buckner was found suffering from 30 stab wounds, defensive wounds on her hands, and was found with a four-inch tactical knife protruding from her temple. Carter was taken into custody days after Buckner was found dead when investigators tracked him to the Port Authority bus terminal in New York City. Norfolk County DA Mike Morrissey also said Carter and Buckner had a relationship history. Buckner's friend said that the mother of three loved cooking and was working hard to turn her life around after battling drug addiction. The roof of a building in the North End partially collapsed yesterday, prompting the evacuation of three neighboring buildings. Several floors were compromised in the collapse of the unoccupied five-story building, which is under construction on Fleet Street. Residents of the evacuated buildings were not being allowed to return inside their homes. They shared images of the building that appeared to show light visible from the roof in a third-floor window. The collapse took at least two floors with it. Fire officials said they had not been able to get close enough to the building to determine exactly how many floors were affected. Massachusetts cutting down on the number of weeks that it's closing the Sumner Tunnel under the Charles River for repairs this summer giving drivers a break during the long project. The tunnel, one of the main routes for getting from Boston to Logan, will still be closed between July 5th and August 31st. 
but that's half as long as originally planned, and the roadway will be open for the July 4th and Labor Day holiday weekends. To make up for the missed time, the tunnel will close again in the summer of next year. A check of business news this morning. Stocks bounced back yesterday. The Dow was up 108 points. The Nasdaq rose 83, and the S&P added 21. Shares rose in European trading after lower in Asia. The dollar rose, the euro fell, and oil at $76 a barrel. In sports, Celtics beat the Pacers 142-138 in overtime. They'll be in Philadelphia Saturday night at 8.30 to take on the 76ers. Bruins beat Seattle 6-5. They'll be in Vancouver Saturday night at 7 against the Canucks. The National Weather Service forecast. For today, some mixed precipitation in the morning, then partly cloudy, with a high of 35, but temperatures plummeting throughout the day to single digits by this evening. For tomorrow, some scattered snow showers, highs only in the low 20s. Sunday, partly cloudy, a high of 37 degrees. Same thing on Monday, partly cloudy, high 37. For the boater, waves about 2 feet. That northwest wind will increase and gust to 30 knots later today, high tide 2.30 p.m. Sunrise, 6.27, set at 5.27. One note that Quincy Asian Resources, the Quincy Climate Action Network, and the Green Energy Consumers Alliance will all be presenting an energy-saving workshop on Saturday from 2 to 3.30 p.m. at the Thomas Crane Public Library in Quincy Center. The free forum will teach homeowners how to lower their energy bills. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, February 24th.